0: Hello, this is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson, Senior of the Emergent Hope Ministries, bringing to you live the Lotus Flower Podcast. And I would just like to remind you that the Lotus Flower Podcast aim is to educate, the equipped, and to empower our listening audience while sharing culturally relevant educational topics. The common name for lotus flower is the water lily. And it has the characteristic of opening in the morning and closing during the night. The lotus flower grows in muddy waters and it rises through the murky waters to bloom into beautiful pink and white flowers. It signifies strength as it moves from the dark into the light. It also symbolizes inner strength in that it shows the determination to come out of difficulties. The very delicate flowers are liking to that of the Lotus Flower podcast stories and interviews that we bring to you. They will fill your atmosphere with positivity and with natural fragrance. And once again, welcome to the Lotus Flower Podcast. And today I would like to share with you the topic, Well, Things Happen, Well, Things Happen spiritual attention-getters. You know, when something unusual suddenly grabs our attention, you know, we're speechless for a moment, and then we might say, well, things just happen. The attention-getters might be as welcome as a surprising new job opportunity or as unwelcome as a a series of health diagnoses. But with those blessings or those challenges, they also offer the opportunity to gain new insights into God's miraculous work in our lives creating a revitalized focus and seizing our attention. Sometimes it takes a sudden unexpected twist to make us focus. We're so busy that our days are little more than distracted, disjointed agendas. Admit it, most of us are so overscheduled with obligations, and overloaded with texts and emails, news, podcasts, advertising, and interruptions. The chattering of the world around us is a constant buzz in our ears, just like tendonitis. Our father's generation, they they talked about You know, workaholics and our generation talks about suffering from chaos addiction. You know, so how then is God to get our attention amidst all the clamor? You know, it's amazing how the Lord worked in the Bible to arouse his people, especially when they were going the wrong way. You know, he poured them out of all their stops to arrest their attention when they became distracted, lethargic, or rebellious, or even when he just wanted to spend time with them or commission them for a new assignment. If he did so then, why wouldn't he do the same now? Now, pause for a moment and consider just how proactively God wrought biblical attention-getters that made his people stop and notice. He startled some people with the appearance of angelic beings. He bewildered others with unexpected miracles. He sent storms and famines and fire from heaven. He made donkeys talk and winds to cease. He raised up eccentric prophets, charismatic kings, and peculiar preachers. And he ambushed Jacob with the wrestling stranger. We read about that in Genesis chapter 32. He startled Moses with the burning bush in Exodus 3. And I. Just can imagine the children of Israel, how they looked at the parted waters of the Red Sea crashing down on the Egyptians and thinking to themselves, well, that's just the way it is. In Numbers, God sent the temporary plague of leprosy on Moses' sister, Myra, and that got her attention. In Numbers chapter 12, in Samuel's day, he sent thunder and rain at harvest to startle the people into humble submission in Samuel chapter 12. The Lord got David's attention with a convincing story from the prophet Nathan. You recall that in 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 1 through 4. In the year that King Uzziah died, Isaiah suddenly saw the Lord sitting on his throne high and lifted up. And Isaiah never got over that moment in Isaiah chapter six, verse one. How about in Isaiah chapter 38? King Hezekiah's attention suddenly refocused on the Lord at the onset of a terminal diagnosis. The Lord got Jonah's attention with a storm. How about Nebuchadnezzar's attention with the fourth man in the furnace? Peter's attention with a rooster and Paul's attention with a bright light on the Damascus road. The jailer of Philippi was awakened At midnight by an earthquake, Acts chapter 16. And what about the Apostle John, who was startled by a series of revelations on the island of Patmos in Revelations chapter 1? Oh, the many ways that God worked in the Bible to break through the stubbornness or distractions of his people. So that they could see him afresh. He used defeats and disasters, diseases, blessings, angels, animals, visions, dreams, and phenomena in nature. He sent prophets and preachers, priests, and kings. On one occasion, he even caused the sun to stand still in heaven. That's found in Joshua chapter 10, verse 13. And on another occasion, he just simply spoke in a still small voice in first Kings nineteen verse twelve. So who can who can you think of similar times in your own life when something happened? that suddenly refocused your mind on the Lord? What does it take to get your attention? A passage of scripture that suddenly comes alive to you, a sermon, a book that falls into your hands just when you needed it, the admonition of a friend, a stress of bad news, a visit to the doctor, a breathtaking sky, or a great sunset. So our goal is to show you that God knows how to break through our stubbornness, weakness, and awareness to reach us and to teach us. So I ask, What does it take to get your attention? Proverbs chapter four and verse 20 says, my son, give attention to my words. Hebrews chapter two, verse one says, we must pay the most careful attention therefore to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. What does God need to do to get our attention? And that's an interesting topic. And we'll discuss it through our talk. And as we learn how to lean on God, we'll learn how God used supernatural attention getters In the Bible, and just how he still speaks to us today. Yes, he does. He still speaks today. And it's time to learn what it is that the Lord is saying to you. And so I ask what does it take to get your attention? Or are you just saying, that's just the way it is? This is Pastor Curtis L. Robinson with the Lotus Flower Podcast. Saying, what does it take to get your attention? Are you listening or are you asleep?